0: Welcome back, y'all. I hope you've all had a great week since the last time we got to chat. We're getting the drag shows back going again, which I thoroughly enjoy. They look a little different due to some COVID precautions that we're taking, but it's so nice to be back on that stage again. I mean, obviously, I live for the spotlight. <laughs> But more than that, I've missed the social interactions. If you've ever been to a Kalana Blue drag show, you know that she's going to speak to you at some point in time while you are in that building. And I just love going up to everybody and saying, hey, thanks for coming, welcoming them out to the show, getting a chit chat and talk about, you know, whatever, if I'm meeting them for the first time or catching up with them if we're friends and we get to see each other and interact and... It's just nice. I miss it. And maybe sometimes that feels fake to people, but honestly, it's one of my favorite things to do is to go up and talk to people. I'm probably going to be a politician one day and it's probably going to be Kalana doing it, but it's so much fun. (laughs) When you're in my space, you're in my house, you're in my safe space with me, you know? So speaking of safe spaces, this podcast is that safe space. So if there's anything you need to ask me or... Any advice you would like, feel free to email me, kalanablue at gmail.com, and I will respond as soon as I can. I had a question come in this week about dating, and that's what this episode is all about. So it was perfect timing. Now, with that being said, the content of this episode might be a little more explicit than the others. Therefore, I'm going to have to mark it as explicit in my settings. Just a fair warning parental advisory needed let's dive in welcome back y'all so i asked my facebook what's something you wish you knew before downloading the g or those swipey apps right Overall, the responses were really about how much the LGBTQ community doesn't love itself. There's so much internalized homophobia and racism and the search for the quote, perfect body. And if you don't have abs, you're fat. And if you're overweight, you'll never get somebody to message you. And the only time they do message you is to fetishize you. And just know that there are good people out there on that app, but there are also some really shallow people that will tell you whatever you want to hear so that they can get with you. And sadly, that's just the honest truth. And you may be asking, well, how can I tell if they're sincere or not? Honey, if they ask for a Snapchat right away, it's probably only because they wanna trade nudesies make sure you look like your pictures say you look like and then hook up. And if they don't like what they see on Snapchat, they're probably gonna ghost you there, sadly. If he can trade a phone number and FaceTime and have a whole ass conversation, he's probably serious about more than a hookup. And if you want a relationship, you have to take things slow. It can be hard with some people but try to avoid the topic of sex right at the get-go try and get to know the person on the other end of the phone and let that conversation naturally occur because it'll naturally come up it shouldn't be forced but here are some more questions I got from social media preferences what are they so let me start right off the bat by saying skin color is not a preference a preference is for you enjoy being fisted or not we really have to do better and be better about removing this racism from within the LGBTQ community if you won't date somebody simply because the color of their skin you have some soul-searching to do there's some hate in that heart that we need to address honey so you can get on to loving yourself and loving others and that's for everybody okay But in 2021, we are not out here saying whites only in our profiles, okay? And you may try and turn it back on me and say, but what about African-American people that say Black people only on their profile? First of all, they can have that right, honestly. I probably wouldn't want to date someone who is a representation of the past traumas that my ancestors had to face. And not only their ancestors, but they face traumas today. It may not be segregation, it may not be slavery, but they face constant microaggressions that I will never understand and never be able to comprehend because I am a white man. Was anyone my age alive? during segregation or slavery. No, but you have to understand that it wasn't that long ago, y'all. As you think, that pain is still very real and a very big part of the BIPOC community. Just know that prejudice, no matter what side it's on, will always divide this community. We should strive to work together to be one queer community, regardless of race. And that is so easy for me as a white man to sit here and say. And so white folks, we have to do better. We have to support our queer, bi POC community because we have let them down for far too long. Sorry, I got on my soapbox again, but it happened. Okay, and it probably needed to happen. I probably should edit that, but I'm not going to. (laughs) Let's keep going. I use PrEP. Do I need to do anything else? Wear a condom, please. I'm so glad that you use PrEP. And if you don't know what PrEP is, it's a daily medicine. I call it the gay birth control, right? That helps prevent the spread of HIV and AIDS. However, herpes is still forever, honey. So wrap it before you tap it as my best friend always said. <laughs> and always discuss these things with a potential sexual partner. Now, sadly, there are some people out there that will lie to you. They'll have something. They'll know it. They may be getting medicated medication for it and treating it, and but still be able to give it to you and not even tell you. So that's why you need to wear a condom and be safe. Also, follow your gut. If your instincts are like, hell no, this ain't the one, then say, sorry, I'm not interested. And if they don't leave you alone, that block button works perfectly. So the question I got comes from a good friend and a longtime supporter of the drag shows, and I'm gonna read his email to you. He said I could, I asked permission, but I'm gonna read it to you verbatim just so you can get context, right? He said, quote, me being a gay male in Alabama, I find it hard to start dating or getting into a relationship. Don't get me wrong, I'm more than ready, but that's a two person commitment. I have tried so many dating apps, like 10, you would think after like the third or fourth one, I'd see that they're all the same, (laughs) right? However, I feel like it's hard to keep a guy's attention. I've had many guys ghost me more than I can count tombstones at a cemetery. (laughs) I have had guys get disappointed as well. Some create a perfect image of me that they hope I'd be because it seems or looks like I would have or would be something like what they want, such as having muscles or being well endowed, a certain height, being skinny or fit. I'm 23 and just recently graduated college and I have tons to offer. I'm in no way, shape or form ready to give up looking for the guy for me And I have tons to share about this topic, but I'll keep it a tad brief and end the email here by asking, should I continue to stay on dating apps and keep looking? And is being in the South making it harder or is it being in Alabama? And so I responded. I said, thank you for your email and kind words because he said he loved the podcast and all that. Thank you. I asked him, like I said, if I could use and he said, of course. And then I went on to explain. I explained that I feel like a lot of people are in his shoes, and honestly, I think they are. They want that real connection, but like many, can't seem to find it. They get something going with a guy, and then something happens. It either falls through, or someone ends up getting ghosted. And honestly, this pandemic isn't helping anyone at all. Some are truly terrified to go out in public on a date for health reasons, and I get that. And Zoom dates, I can only imagine, are dreadful. (laughs) And I told him, I feel like dating as a black man in the South, it has to be the hardest damn thing ever. And don't get me started with seeing people saying whites only on their profiles, like we just talked about. Sadly, I would say the location probably contributes to a lot of the failings, not only with you, but with many people. Think about where we are, because where we are is a college town with the population flipping about every two to four years, probably. So people come here with no intention really of finding love, probably just looking for a good time. And that's hard to find love when nobody your age is ready for that. And I get not wanting to date somebody older than you because there is a generation gap there. I would say keep those apps because you honestly could find a diamond in the rough on there, but don't count out traditional ways. A lot of guys looking for real relationships aren't even on those apps. I know a few of them. Don't give up on the idea of meeting a cute boy in a coffee shop or at the grocery store. And like I said, that's really hard to do right now in a pandemic with masks, but sometimes it pays to shoot your shot. (laughs) I know it's easy to get disappointed when you're looking for a relationship and it never comes, but don't give up hope because the right person is out there for you. And on the topic of guys getting disappointed with you, then, honey, you dodged a bullet with that one. Sidebar, I know what this boy looks like and he is fine. I don't care if you hear me, you are fine. Don't let none of these little boys out here mess with your head. Don't settle. I should have told you that in the email. (laughs) Back to my response. With Kalana being on the G, she gets fetishized so much, and sadly, as a black man, so will you. And if you don't live up to those, quote, expectations of their fantasy, then sadly, they want nothing to do with you, and that's their problem. Don't get discouraged, because I'm sure they probably sweet-talked you really well and made it feel like they were really into you, which is the part that really sucks. But it took me a minute to not let those type of people get to me. They don't want me as a person. They want the idea of me. So we're saying no to fuckboys in 2021. (laughs) We corresponded briefly after that exchange. But I think a good point here is that you have to look at where you're looking for love, right? College towns and military towns. God, don't get me started on the fuckboys at Fort Benning. (laughs) They have constant population changes, and that makes it really difficult to find love, y'all. I've never used eHarmony or Match.com, but maybe it's worth a shot. I know you have to pay for those, but maybe paying for it will weed out the serious from the fuckboys. Maybe not. Maybe somebody just had too much money for their own good. (laughs) We'll be right back to close it out. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and maybe gotten some free unsolicited advice out of it. (laughs) I hope you've realized that you are perfect just the way you are, and that love will find you when the timing is right. I've heard it said before about dating that sometimes it's the perfect person, but the wrong time, which sucks. But We can't spend all of our energy focused on something that's not going to work out in the long run. Will you get your heart broken? Probably. But that's the risk of day. And when you do get your heart broken, come find me. We'll drink away those feelings and talk shit about them all night long. (laughs) Until next week, my loves. Have a good day.